This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. What is up, Raider Nation? We are now approaching the final game in Oakland. That is this Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's a game that I've been planning since like mid-April. The day, the exact day that the schedule came out, um, I had a ticket guy that sells black hole tickets. So as soon as the schedule came out, I'd already talked to him before. I said, look, as soon as that schedule drops, I'm going to buy those final game tickets. Uh, so whenever that schedule dropped, it might have been, I don't know, maybe off the top of my head, April 14th, something like that, I think mid-April, I believe. Whatever it was, that same exact day, I went, when I called him, he didn't even know the schedule was out yet, and I, I sent it to him, and I said, that's the game, December 15th against the Jacksonville Jaguars, so me and my wife will be front row of the Black Hole. We have the two seats right next to Gorilla Rilla, so if you're watching the game, you'll see me and my wife right there in the front, right over the, the very right side of the Black Hole sign. Uh, yeah, it's I'm so pumped. Um, and for those that are going to the game, uh, you can always find me down there, or me and Kenny King will be walking around the parking lot as well during the tailgate. So make sure, um, you know, if you know, if you see us, stop us, say what's up, take a picture. I promise I won't charge you. Free pictures from both of us. Uh, hang out. Uh, if you got a little tailgate area, we'll stop by, say what's up, meet the family. We're all for it. We're trying to soak in everything that we can, and and that's a part of it. Th- those are the vibes that I want, you know, those discussions, those those people that you meet, and not just neighbors this time. I don't just want to meet the people around me at my tailgate. I want to meet everybody in all the parking lots. <laughs> well, at least, you know, the ones that recognize me or know me. If you listen to this show, I want to meet you. I want to know that. Um, so, yeah, we'll make all the pit stops possible, say what's up. So, yeah, look for me. I should be walking around in a Charles Woodson 24 jersey, um, and you'll see Big Kenny King with me too. Can't You can't miss us. Be walking around like Robin Big around the parking lot. Uh, so yeah, we stand out like a sore thumb. Look for us. Jacksonville, final game in Oakland ever. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. But we do have a game to get to. Uh, we do have, you know, we, we've had a lot happen this week. Actually, we're getting towards the end of the season, and I think the coaching staff is frustrated. John Gruden's frustrated. Uh, so we actually made a lot of moves this week. 
Um, and joining me too later in the show um, is going to be Heidi Fang and Miles Simmons from the Vegas Nation podcast. They're now part of the Blue Wire Network. Uh, Blue Wire has teamed up with the Las Vegas Review Journal, um, so they're kind of under the Blue Wire umbrella with their podcast now. Uh, so I figured we you know we get them on there and, and, and talk some Raiders football now that they're part of the Blue Wire family. Uh, but first, let's go- get through some of these uh, weekly announcements. So first off, like I said, I feel like the coaching staff was mad. And first thing this week, John Gruden. Uh, you know, he said the team would be making some changes. I think that was on Monday, and they did. On Tuesday, they released safety DJ Swearinger, which we just signed, defensive lineman Terrell McLean, which we just signed, and linebacker Preston Brown, who we just signed. So obviously making late veteran signings isn't always going to work out, um, especially, I guess, whenever the team isn't winning or isn't benefiting from them uh, joining the squad. So they were gone. We signed uh, free agent running back Rod Smith. You guys probably recognize that name from the Dallas Cowboys. He was the backup there. I think he even might have got some starting reps, too, at one point. Kind of a bigger back, so no matter what, obviously you start thinking immediately of Josh Jacobs' availability. I think Josh Jacobs will be available at least you know, on a limited basis. I can't imagine him going out there and getting a full workload. So on short yardage situations now, um, of course, you know, you love DeAndre Washington and Jalen Richard, what they did, but they're kind of those scat backs. You know what I mean? They, they, they can't do it all. Um, they can't fill in necessarily for Josh Jacobs in short yardage. And Alec Ingle just isn't quite that guy yet. Um, so Rod Smith should be able to come in and, you know, take some load off, not let Josh Jacobs and that sore shoulder go in there all the time, pounding the rock in short yardage situations. Um, like I said, no matter what, why can't I say situations? Situations. Why it's so hard for me to say. Anyways, uh, for short yardage situations, maybe that's what it is the shush. Too many shushes and situations. Okay, so anyways, enough of that. Wow. So uh, on top of that, so we released those three players. We signed Rod Smith. And then unfortunately, like we were talking about Foster Moreau's injury, he was placed on injured reserve. So he'll be out the rest of the year. Um, that left us with three open roster spots. We kept those for, I think, a little over a day. Um, and that resulted in the signings of Olsen Pierre, who's a defensive lineman. He's actually spent uh, the first, like, I don't want to say, man, was it 10 games, nine games of the season with the Giants? Um, and this is now, it's his third year of his career. And we also signed Titan Eric Tomlinson, who's a fourth-year guy, and he's on his third team this year. I think he was with the Giants and the Patriots already this year. Um, and we brought in, uh, or brought back, cornerback Nick Nelson, uh, who I dubbed Nickel Nelson last year. So that should help, depending on what we do safety-wise. Of course, now losing DJ Swearinger, who was our starting safety. Um, we've talked Daryl Worley kind of filling in that role at safety a little bit. Uh, Dallin Levitt. He'll be filling in a little bit at safety. Uh, and depending on, I guess, Daryl Worley has been sitting out of practice. Um, he's been a little injured. Um, I, I imagine he's still going to play Sunday. Uh, I haven't heard anything otherwise. Um, I actually just talked to him a couple days ago, and uh, I think I would know you know, if he wasn't going to be playing on Sunday. So I'd expect Daryl Worley to be out there playing. But I guess that does kind of give us a little safety net at uh, slot corner, even though I do believe LaMarcus Joyner is going to stay there in the slot. Uh, Paul and John really like him playing that nickel corner. Um, and he, you know, he's had his struggles at the beginning of the year, but I think he's starting to kind of pick it up a little bit, starting to understand a little bit better. Um, and it's kind of a weird system to be playing slot corner in, uh, kind of getting some weird mismatches in there. But I think he's been playing well. Uh, the last game he stepped up really big, made a couple nice plays. Uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, we're pretty set up whenever it comes to our secondary now. Uh, shuffling it around just exactly what we did last year. We get this kind of defensive back carousel. So we'll see what we'll see how it pays off. Kind of a critical game for us to be testing out something so crazy. Uh, so I expect 
Trayvon Mullen to kind of come in as the starting full-time outside corner. Daryl Worley, I think, will still play some corner. Um, but I think he'll get some reps at safety. You could see Levitt in there. You could see Curtis Riley in there. So, you know, we'll see. I, I doubt we see any Nick Nelson quite yet. Um, but, of course, you'll still have Eric Harris out there, probably full-time safety, and LaMarcus Joyner getting in there. And I want to see even Isaiah Johnson getting some reps now at the outside corner. I think it's time for him to start rotating in there a little bit, uh, filling in for Daryl Worley, because that's going to be his bright spot. Uh, lining him up out wide, um, let him go with some of that speed. Let him go uh, up against old DJ Chark. Uh, let him go up against wide receivers like that, and you know, uh, go from there. But then, other than that, just a handful of guys were signed to the team's practice squad, uh, like three or four guys. I only recognized a couple names uh, that are kind of worth mentioning right now. And that's tight end Paul Butler. You guys remember Paul Butler? He was a guy that I thought could possibly make the 53-man roster. Between it was him or Derek Carrier. Obviously, my favorite was Derek Carrier. He made the roster. Paul but- Butler, I believe, maybe was on the practice squad for a little bit, got released. Now he's back on it. And we also have linebacker uh, Tevon Coney, who was our undrafted rookie out of Notre Dame. Not sure if he was ever on our practice squad as well. I thought he was for a little bit. Um, he was released. He is brought back. He is back on the practice squad. So, yeah, like I said, a lot of moves this week, a lot of shuffling around. Um, but at the end of the day, some good news. I've already told you it seems like Josh Jacobs is going to play. It seems like he's trending in that direction. Um, test results came back. It didn't seem like there was anything more severe than before. Of course, they rested him last week, which you know didn't hurt us anything. We've talked about it. I don't think that him playing in the game was going to make it any better anyways. Um, but now also we have Hunter Renfro, who showed back up to practice today on Thursday in a limited fashion. I can't imagine he's you know out there taking hits quite yet. But I feel like there is a small chance that he will be active for the game. I don't know how much he's going to play. He's a freaking tough kid, and I think he wants to get out there and show out uh, for the Oakland crowd. I, I know this team wants to get us a win. Um, I know we're frustrated. I know it's been a, a really ugly three-game skid, but seeing guys like Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro you know, really digging a play, really wanting to get out there and win for you guys. So, you know, that's promising. That's what makes me so hopeful for our future. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, it's all about now just rallying for this team. I, I've said it before. I said it on our last episode. I'm not looking at, you know, a six and seven team or whatever that is on a three game losing streak. At this point, if playoffs aren't going to be, you know, a real possibility, I mean, hey, we're not mathematically eliminated. There's still a chance, I guess. But right now, I'm seeing our season right now, this game. Like, this is our season. This is how I want to go out. I want us to win this final game in Oakland. Uh, And our young guys are doing their best to, you know, be available and be there. They're our best players for the most part. They've contributed the most. We've had the most, uh, or I don't even know how to word this, but our team has been the most contributed to by rookies over any other NFL team. I mean, they've produced so much for us in total yards uh, and total snaps, everything. So um, hats off to our young guys and hats off to the young guys that, you know, are battling through injury just to play for us. Like I was saying, we're having two special guests coming on today. That's Heidi Fang and Miles Simmons from the Vegas Nation podcast. They're going to be coming in here. Of course, you know, we're going into the last game in Oakland. But after this last game in Oakland, we're going to start transitioning now, you know, to becoming, I guess, the Las Vegas Raiders after this. This is this is what we're doing now. Um, I like to just say, you know, we're all Raiders. The location is whatever. We're going to soak up all the memories here in Oakland. But there's also a lot of rumors swirling now about the Vegas location next year. Uh, a lot of people think that it won't be done. So, you know, these guys are plugged in. Um, they're, you know, pretty much their headquarters, uh, the Las Vegas Review Journal. They're in Nevada. I know Heidi's around that area. 
Um, she covers even multiple Las Vegas sports in that area. Miles Simmons uh, covers the team. He follows the team. I think he's in Oakland right now. Uh, he'll be at the game tomorrow, or uh, not tomorrow, <laughs> on Sunday. So uh, we'll catch up with them. We'll get, you know, both sides. We'll we'll talk about the stadium. We'll talk about their current state of the Raiders, what they think is going on with them, um, and wrap this show up, get this thing ready. We're, I'm ready for Oakland, guys. So uh, we're going to take this quick break, and when we come back, join me. Uh, from the Vegas Nation podcast, Heidi Fang and Miles Simmons. So joining me now, two very talented people covering the Oakland Raiders, working for the Las Vegas Review Journal. This is Miles Simmons and Heidi Fang. And first, since she set this up, and ladies first, of course, Heidi, host of the Vegas Nation podcast. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm really excited that you called uh, up to us and had us come on. I'm just happy to be here and uh, doing the show with you, man. Good stuff. I love talking to new people. And now Miles Simmons, who frequently has his eyes and ears on the team, also sharing some airtime on the Vegas Nation podcast. What's up, Miles? Yes, sir. I am I am the lesser part of the Vegas Nation podcast <laughs> in comparison to Heidi Fang, for sure. Uh, I'm doing well. Doing well. Happy to be on the program. Man. There you go. You just relay all the information that you see, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we're 13 games into this season. We're approaching the final stretch. The final, I mean, man, three games. It's already it's already here. It's already over pretty much. Um, are you guys worn out from the season yet? Because I know I'm pretty worn out from all the content. For that one stretch where we were on the road from, you know, like six game stretch where yes. we were in London and all over the place, that one had me spinning. When I came back from that trip, man, I was like, where am I? What day is it? What time zone am I in? And it took me like a good while to kind of recover from that. I had a couple home games off after that <laughs> where I was working the games in the studio, but not on the road. So it, it gave me a little bit more grounding after that. But this season has been pretty incredible to watch, you know, this young growing team and to see them making strides and also having their struggles because that's what you have to go through sometimes when you're rebuilding and all this other pressure that's on the outside about coming to Vegas and all. But it's been quite a thrill ride. Yeah, you know, it's been kind of a whirlwind, especially just sort of stepping into this role in early August. So I worked uh, for the Los Angeles Rams, well, formerly St. Louis Rams, into the Los Angeles Rams um, for five years. So I literally went from covering the Rams Raiders first preseason game for the Rams and then flew back to Los Angeles, drove up California to Napa and then a day later started covering the Raiders. So it's been like kind of oh. a whirlwind. I think, you know, I, it took me a, a few weeks to settle in, kind of got settled in, sort of really digging into the roster and really learning what this roster is um, toward the end of the preseason there. And now, you know, it's just the season always goes by so quickly. And, you know, no matter where you are, what you're doing, whether the team's good or the team's bad or the team is somewhere in the middle there as these Raiders are, it just seems like, man, the season goes by in a flash. And so I think, as you're saying, Cody, to have only three games left is pretty crazy. So, yeah, it's definitely been a whirlwind. Agreed. Well, you, I mean, you hit the platform, you're here, you're with the Las Vegas Review Journal, and that's why I was excited to have you guys both on here now uh, because, you know, 
the review journalist teamed up with Blue Wire, uh, the three podcasts that you guys have over there, the sports podcast. Um, you're under the Blue Wire Podcasting Network umbrella with me. So I was excited to kind of get you on. We're kind of we're kind of family, I guess, now a little bit. So yeah. Heidi, I, I, I know you're kind of the main. Yeah, we're cousins. There we go. That's a good <laughs> phrase for it. Uh, uh, Heidi, you're kind of the the. I guess I don't want to say the muscle behind the podcast, but I, I think, you know, uh, you No, she is. That's right. There we go. Okay. So we can all agree with <laughs> that. Heidi is the muscle. Heidi, um, <laughs> I, I know the grind of podcasting. I know what it takes. Um, how's it been running the Vegas Nation podcast? And uh, w- what have you been able to take away from the experience? Well, uh, I kind of fell into the role um, early on here uh, when Michael Gelkin was still the beat writer and uh, I had some experience in the past with doing radio. So I was really excited to get on an NFL podcast because I had worked for many years at Sirius Radio where I was working in a producer role and I was also editing a lot of what you hear on their Sunday Drive show, on the End Zone show. And so I was used to the NFL hustle, so to speak, like the day-to-day grind, be quick, get those highlights out, you know, turn it over, know everything about every single team, every division. And so I felt like I had the knowledge base. And so coming into it, like I wanted it, I went after it and I grabbed it. And I... For me, getting this team here in Las Vegas is just really so exciting to be able to cover it in some aspect. And uh, when I came into the Review Journal, I came in and as an MMA videographer. And that was a lot of what uh, people might know me on Twitter from is MMA, my play-by-play of that. And then finally, um, there was this news that we may be getting this NFL team and I grew up in the Bay Area and so for me as a San Jose native when that was coming around and I'm going to all these meetings and I was like what is the Southern Nevada committee meeting of what and I was like there's a Raiders what they're come here that's crazy I was like I have to go to this so (laughs) (laughs) I um I got in on that level with video and then just I keep you know, moving into other roles as it goes on. And uh, I'm just really excited to be able to do that and to cover this team. And like when I'm out there on the field, it's just such a surreal feeling that I'm out there in the NFL field on the grind, like being able to watch every play unfold and to capture it also on, on my lens for photos. So doing the video the photo <laughs> maybe i'll start writing who knows <laughs> <laughs> i might as yeah, well I'm enjoying it. <laughs> that's awesome yeah you guys uh really jumped on the ship at a crazy time too because it's been an absolute roller coaster ride this year i mean don't get me wrong i mean it's it's raider nation we're kind of used to stuff like this but it's been absolutely nuts um we've gone everything from i mean the drama unfolding at the beginning of the season um feeling like the season was maybe gonna be a waste then we had some playoff hopes but now the playoff hopes have kind of died down um we're not mathematically eliminated yet but let's be real until we win a game i'm not really banking on it so right now one thing we know for sure is that this is gonna be the last game ever in oakland and although you know, I normally wouldn't want to take away from the focus on the Coliseum right now, but looking at the stadium at Vegas, uh, there's been some speculation surrounding its completion since pretty much day one. Um, it's always something new, you know, can't get material in time or it's behind schedule. I've heard these getting bad bolts, bad welds. I don't even know what it is. Just a bunch of baloney. Heidi, I'll ask you first and Miles, uh, you know, feel free to add on anything after. Um, but where is the current state of Allegiant Stadium and how confident are you guys that it's going to be finished in time, making this season the last one officially in Oakland. Um, I what 
I look at it every day. I drive by it. It's on my way to work. And the progress that you see on a day-to-day is insane. Like, it went from these glass panels on the outside being there, like, at 10%. And now they're all the way to the top and 75% of the way around the building. You see all the structure in place for the roof to be able to get lifted. And that's where some of the bolts did break. There were, I want to say I heard eight. Uh, I'm thinking there were eight bolts that were overstressed by the pool, the cables that were snapped. And so there is a little bit of twerking that needs to go on with that, but tweaking, excuse me, not twerking. And then the bolts are <laughs> no on the other like, la, 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 la. Um, But, you know, the, 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 after the tweaks are done, it shouldn't really take that long. And uh, our guy, Rick Vallada, who goes out there, covers everything uh, with Don Webb, who's in charge of all of this and the chief operating officer and oversees what happens with the stadium construction. He spoke with him about it and he said that everything right now is still on prog on time the timeline and they're going to be able to get it done by july 31st awesome if i have one thing to add to that yeah it would be that they're eight out of 560,000 so (laughs) i think when you're talking about you know what is a big issue what is not a big issue this is probably not that big of an issue and you know i mean I don't, I'm really bad at math, so I don't know what the percentage of eight over 560,000 is, but I can tell you that it's pretty small. So yeah. I think when you have, when you put it into perspective like that, then I think you can see why this is not as big of a deal as some might want to make it out to be. 100%. I agree with that. Um, so obviously now, you know, this is kind of a farewell t- tour for the Oakland Coliseum. Uh, we're going to soak up every minute of it. Um, but last thing here, Miles, I wanted to ask you, leading up to this game, um, obviously we're on a three-game skid. Uh, now, I understand that probably changes the energy around the actual team, what you see in the locker room, what you see on the practice field. Now, coming up to this last game in Oakland, do you see any different sense of urgency or do you feel like there's like just some extra energy brewing knowing that they have one last game to you know kind of show out for this Oakland crowd on Sunday? Yes, I I do. And I think that it's really important to a lot of people in the organization that the Raiders play very well in this game and leave the Oakland Coliseum and leave this Oakland fan base with a positive memory um, of this last season. And I think, you know, by and large, they played very well at the Oakland Coliseum this year. And you think about the games that they played against the Bengals, against the Lions, against the Chargers. I mean, those were good games, especially the Broncos to open the season. I think that is honestly probably one of the more complete games the Raiders have played all season long. So they played well in, in Oakland. And I think that they definitely want to play well to send out the Oakland Coliseum on a high note. There we go. Awesome. Like I said, thank you guys again for joining me tonight. Uh, you know, it was, it, it was a little short stay, but I, I plan on bringing you guys on here a little bit more often. We have a long off season ahead of us, and especially whenever we start, you know, the transition over to Las Vegas, um, I'd love to stay in touch with you guys more often. Um, Raider Nation, make sure you, you know, get this Vegas Nation content in your life if it's not already. Uh, with the team making the move, soon you're going to want to jump on the local media bandwagon, and the Las Vegas Review Journal is building a powerhouse over there. Um, so far, I've pretty much loved every content creator that's came out of every writer, Heidi Fang, Miles Simmons here. They're awesome. Um, where can the listeners follow you guys and where can they find your content? Uh, at VegasNation.com. That is the Review Journal's website for everything silver and black. So you can find us there. You can find us at Vegas Nation on all your favorite social media platforms and then download 
the Vegas Nation app. And for me, you can follow me at Miles A. Simmons. And then Heidi, where can they find you? I am on Twitter at Heidi Fang, as well as on Instagram at Heidi Fang. So you guys could keep up with me there. Awesome. Lots of UFC stuff this week, too, though. <laughs> oh, there we go. So it's all around stuff, all, all around local media. I love it. All You guys got a lot of stuff brewing over there in Vegas. Um, so it's good to get tapped in right now with the Review Journal. So that's going to wrap up this week's show. Thanks again to Heidi and Miles for coming on and joining me, uh, talking some Raiders football, talking a little bit about the Vegas Stadium coming up ahead. Um, it's good to hear. It's good to you know clarify some things. I haven't touched on the Vegas Stadium that much coming up, mainly because you know we're still. I like to focus on you know we're still in Oakland, and I didn't want to take away at all from the meaning of this game that's coming up, this final game in Oakland. Trust me, I'm going to feel it more than. I mean, I'm not going to say more than anyone, but I'm a, I'm going to be right there with you guys, all in the feels. It's going to be absolutely nuts. Um, and really I'm going into this thing with an attitude like, look, yeah, I'm going to see this as our season. Like I love to win this game. I would love to win this game. Go out like just the way, I mean, you can't write a better story, right? Just leave Oakland with a win. But at the same time, I'm looking at it like this. I'm not, I'm not going there for the win. I'm going there for the vibes because that's what we love about the Oakland Coliseum. You know, (laughs) trust me, if we went there for wins, we wouldn't be going there very often. This last you know, almost a couple decades. I mean, it's, it just has not gone our way, you know, but that's been the one thing about the Coliseum is that fans have still showed up. Fans have been loyal and fans have still had a good time at games. I mean, literally, I mean, we're going there. Uh, shoot. Might've been even Derek Carr's. Yeah. It was Derek Carr's rookie season. We're like 10 losses into the season. We're going into that Thursday night football game against Kansas city. And it was probably one of the best tailgates I've been to. Uh, it, it's just one of those things. Like you go there, you know, not really for the celebration, but you, you, you go there for the good time. Um, you know, you hang out with your Raider Nation family. And like I said, I, you just take in the vibes. And it, it, Probably the hardest thing for me, honestly, is walking into that stadium. I know on Sunday, walking into that stadium for the final time, because there's no better feeling. You know, you tailgate for hours and you're ready for some Raiders football, man. And you go walking into that, walking through that tunnel, that entrance tunnel going into the Coliseum. Whichever side you guys come through, I usually come, I forget what the gate is, um, right there on the south side. Uh, that would be the southwest side uh, of the Coliseum, right there by Oracle, um, right there by B-Lot. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've gone through that tunnel right there. And it's going to hit me hard because that is, I mean, all the vibes are right there. All the vibes of that Coliseum hit you. It's like, it's like there's a threshold. As soon as you cross into that tunnel... There's just a threshold of vibes, and it just it just hits you in the face, man. And it feels so good to walk into that Coliseum before a Raiders game. So that's where I'm going to be in my feels. I'm going to soak up every second of it. Like I said, uh, you can find me Section 105 all the way up in the front row. If you see if you see a big grill up there, you'll see me and my wife sitting right next to him. Um, and me and Kenny King will be walking around the col- the col- or the not the Coliseum, the parking lot uh, before the game, trying to meet as many pe- people as possible. Uh, don't be afraid to yell out or stop me or whatever you want to do. Punch me in the face. I don't really care what it is, man. <laughs> stop, and I, I want to meet you. If you're listening to this right now, I, I definitely want to meet you on Sunday. And do not forget, if you go to the game for sure, I mean, you can call in your post-game reactions. I don't care. But uh, if you go to the game for sure, please call in 808-650-7220. Call in. It could be a 10-second phone call, man, and just be like, look. You could just be like, Raider Cody, Kenny King, I just had the time of my life at the final game in Oakland, man. See you guys. I don't care what it is. Call it in. Uh, you know, leave a message. That's all I'm asking. So, Raider Nation, we're going into this thing with, in my opinion, the biggest game of the year. Why not? 
We've had a lot of must-win games, but I'm going to call this the biggest game of the year. So, Raider Nation, you'll be hearing from me and Kenny King on Sunday night. Um, And until then, just win, baby.